0: What's good, Canada? Welcome and welcome back to the SyrupCast. In case this is your first time listening to the SyrupCast, the SyrupCast is a podcast by Mobile Syrup, Canada's largest independent tech website, in which we look back at the week that was in Canadian tech and telecom news. I'm your host, Igor Bonifacic, Features Editor here at Mobile Syrup. We're recording today's episode, 202, on Thursday, July 11th. This week, I'm joined by Mobile Syrup Managing Editor, Patrick O'Rourke. Patrick, how are you? I'm great. How are you, Igor? I'm good. You're a newly married man since the last time you were on the
1: pod. I am. Nothing's absolutely nothing's changed. I I, I just spent a lot of money.
0: That's marriage in a nutshell. I believe that, that's that's life. Yeah. In addition, making his second appearance on the Serbcast, we have Mac Rumors editor, and that's Mac Rumors or Rumors, excuse me, spelled without a U. Uh, Joe Rossingle, Joe. How are you? Welcome back.
2: Hey, I'm good. Thanks for inviting me on the show. Uh, I think we're going to have a lot to talk about.
0: (laughs) Uh, That is true. Um, So Joe has hinted at it, but the reason we decided to have Joe on is it was one of those low-key busy weeks from Apple where they just dropped a press release to make what you will of it. And then there was just a bunch of news and as we, a result of this. We
1: tweet. thought there wasn't going to be a syrup cast this week. And then all of a sudden, yours writing, I think, four Apple posts in the morning. And then I spent the rest of my my day writing Apple rumors. Yeah. But
0: yeah, it was a surprisingly busy day. Yes. So, Joe, without further ado, do you want to just kind of set the scene from, uh, for us? And then we'll go from there.
2: Yeah, sure. So, Apple had two... Um, product releases this week, they came out with one, a new 12-inch, sorry, sorry, Uh, they discontinued the 12-inch MacBook, and in its place, they updated the MacBook Air, and they updated the entry-level 13-inch MacBook Pro. Um, So both 2019 models feature true-tone displays, so this uh, automatically adjusts the color temperature of the display to better match the ambient Um, lighting around you and into the environment. Um, We also got Touch Bar on the MacBook Pro, uh, and that also comes with Touch ID. Um, And then, of course, the Apple T2 chip, um, which is the underlying hardware that powers the Touch Bar and also security uh, components of it.
0: Beauty. So, Pat, why don't you start us off with, I think the most interesting thing here, and I'd love to get both your theories? Because I think it's fair to say there are different theories as to why Apple discontinued uh, the 12-inch MacBook. But starting with you, Pat. I think the, like, the official company line probably
1: is that it was cannibalizing the sales of the MacBook Air, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think there's also probably a fair amount of confusion at the time in Apple's laptop lineup. There's a lot of devices. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Jobs is notorious for like wanting... People to have not that much choice just like a little mm. bit of choice um the right amount of choice. yeah the right amount of choice so i think they they lost their way a little bit so that's probably part of it um yeah. in terms of like the actual real reason i know i've read some rumors regarding uh, thermal issues like they weren't able to improve the processor couldn't mm-hmm. fit in that little tiny body um i personally think there's probably a variety of factors it was both it was like the cannibalizing of the Air's sales i think the air is Depending on how you look at it like a better laptop mm-hmm. I know uh, Bradley Bennett, one of mobileSpss staff writers really really hates fans mm-hmm. like he hates fans and computers mm-hmm. um, so he he's all about the 12 inch um, and there's quite a of other people a few other people like lamenting its loss as well mm-hmm. um, that day so I think it's a bunch
0: of factors that probably contributed to mm-hmm. its uh, its timely death Joe are you crying for the 12 uh, inch macBook
2: uh I never had one, so mm-hmm. I, I'm not too sad to see it go away. I mm-hmm. think I think um, the new MacBook Air uh, that we saw last year, the 2018 model that came out in October, um, that pretty much replicated much of the 12-inch MacBook. I know some people are upset because th- the new MacBook Air is not quite as portable as the 12-inch MacBook. Obviously, has a larger 13-inch screen. Um, it weighs about three-quarters of a pound more than the 12-inch MacBook. Um, but I saw a good tweet uh, yesterday from Mark Gurman. I mean, most people know who he is, the Apple whiz reporter from Bloomberg. Um, he said yesterday um, a really good point. He said that it's, this, it's basically the same as the MacBook Air, but it had a slightly smaller screen, a slower processor, one fewer port, no touch ID, and inferior speakers all while costing $100 more at the mm-hmm. entry level price. So, yeah, as, as we just spoke about, I think um, this will end up making a much clearer uh, buying decision for, uh, for most customers um, when they walk into an Apple store. Um, it, it's pretty much just between the MacBook Air that gets you most of the 12-inch MacBook features now and if you want more performance, then you can go up in price and and, and processor speed and RAM and go for the MacBook Pro.
0: Um, so do you see this, do you see the MacBook name, if not uh, more, coming back uh, as kind of Apple's first ARM-based processor? Uh, this is something that I think, you know, we've seen both on your website, but also other people speculate that this is something that is in the line or in kind of development.
2: Right. So I think the natural um, progression is going to be towards an ARM-based MacBook. Um, Apple's already leading the industry with their their mobile silicon. Um, their chips in the iPhones and the iPads are, are like blazing fast. You, you can't beat it. Um, the Android smartphones on the market today with uh, Qualcomm um, processors just don't compare to what Apple is achieving with their, their mobile chip designs. And so I, I think that's really exciting to see um, how that could progress to the MacBook. Um, and I, I really do think that the rumors about it are accurate because we even saw a report a few weeks ago where um, Intel executives are privately um preparing for apple to switch to arm based macbooks as early as next year so mm-hmm. um obviously intel would have an advanced um knowledge of this because it affects their their business apple i think accounts for around five percent of their their overall business so uh, I, i'm sure if intel is aware of it then i mean that's that's pretty telling well just
1: a quick question what sort of benefit would arm bring to apple's laptops out of curiosity
2: well i, I think um I think with the ARM-based uh, MacBook, um, it could really tie into what Apple introduced um, at WWDC uh, last month, and that's Project Catalyst. So, uh, with Project Catalyst, they're making it easier for developers to to port uh, their iPad apps to to the Mac. Um, essentially, developers will be able to go into Xcode and, and just click a, a checkbox um and be able to port their ipad mac uh, app automatically to the mac um, without doing much um change to the code base um obviously if they want to go a little further and optimize their their apps for the mac um they can go in and and do more design changes and more more mac uh, based features but they'll basically get a a basic version of their ipad app running on the mac um and, and i think the arm processors will just be a natural extension of that because uh, obviously, the the iPad apps are 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 running on ARM architec- architecture. Sorry, um, and so I think uh, the ARM-based Macs will just um, take that to the next step and truly allow for one ARM-based uh, code code base to <laughs> ARM-based code base to to run across. Um,
0: That's a mouthful. Both, it's a tongue twister. Yeah,
2: <laughs> both um, their mobile and desktop platforms.
0: Yeah, there are other advantages as well. Uh, One of them is, you know, improved battery life. Um, It would also, you know, so this is something like I truly believe if Apple were to be the first company to release uh, this ARM-based Mac, there have been other ARM-based Windows laptops, but they really haven't caught on. I think this would cause a really seismic shift in the industry. Uh, We've seen, you know, Qualcomm, they've been trying to push these uh arm-based uh chips for computers for a couple years now and they haven't really caught on and part of it is just that intel has a such a really like stranglehold on the industry um i was reading a report a couple i want to say it was like about a year ago when if you remember the surface go pat uh, that was that very little surface yeah there's supposed to be an arm-based version of it yeah yeah and essentially intel was like according to this report was like we are going to give you a bunch of money not to use yeah qualcomm yeah, i remember that um this would cause i think like a seismic shift where we would like these computers would be thinner they would have more battery life critically they would most of them would have lte connectivity built in um i, th- uh, I think there's also rumors
1: circulating that the next version of the surface like mm-hmm. the surface pro will be will be arm based so
0: maybe that was like a brief exclusive contract Yeah. So in any case, this is something that I think like computer manufacturers and especially Apple, because as Joe pointed out, they have a lead in this space have been thinking about for a while. So this is, it's not a question of if this is going to happen, it's just a question of when. Did you want to add something, Joe? Uh,
2: no, I think, um, I think, um, I was just thinking about, uh, the, the, um, the MacBook. um, Escape actually. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: that was my next question. Why did Apple kill the MacBook Pro Escape? Because we can't have nice things. Because we can't have nice. <laughs> no, there's probably a smarter answer to that. What is it, Joe?
2: Well, my opinion is that um, it's 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 just about the simplification of of the their notebook lineup. Mm-hmm. I think by eliminating that. MacBook Escape which was the the entry level 13 inch MacBook Pro that had the the function keys instead of the touch bar mm-hmm. um, th- they've really made it simple for customers to choose now um, it's the only notebook now that will have a physical escape key um, but otherwise I think it just really makes it simpler in terms of the pricing and the processors for customers to choose
1: one of the things that I'm wondering is if it may like I don't want to say the touch bar is useless, but it's pretty close to useless. It does some Mm -hmm. cool things. Um, I'm wondering if the fact that there's really only one Apple laptop now that that doesn't have a touch bar, being the MacBook Air, I'm wondering if that will encourage uh, Mac app developers to maybe find different ways to take advantage of the touch bar. Probably not. This Mm -hmm. is like wishful thinking, but I think that would be cool to see. Do you have any
0: opinion on that, Joe?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think the touch bar has been pretty underutilized. I don't think a lot of customers use it. Um it would be really great to see um what developers can do with it. Um and that could certainly encourage more customers to use it. But as of now, it's I I really, really think it's uh Not a feature that many developers are interested in too much.
1: I literally never, never use it. Like, I I think I rearranged some of the shortcuts, like the Mm -hmm. base level macOS shortcuts when I first got. um, I think I'm using the 2017 Macro Pro right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that that was all I did with it.
2: The most I ever used a touch bar, to be quite honest, is accidentally um, invoking Siri.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Pro tip this is literally something I learned this week. You you told me about this. You can take Siri off the quick menu which I did and it has made my life immeasurably better. <laughs> um Pat, so you know this is going to sound a silly question. Um and then Joe I would like your opinion on it afterwards as well. Do you think Apple's computer lineup is any simpler than it was before Tuesday? And the reason I ask that is cuz we saw these kind of interesting uh, at least I did. Interesting articles from The Verge and the like, where it's like, which computer do you pick now? Conflicting right? articles. Conflicting articles, no less, right? Um, and what I'm alluding to there is The Verge published one article where it's like, do you get, do you s- use that extra $200 in real U.S. money uh, to get 16 gigabytes of RAM? Was the question that was posed, or do you get the quad-core processor on the Mac, uh, the new base model? Um, I think,
1: I think having less choice is definitely a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's narrowed down. Um, but even just beyond the hardware, like I, I, know the the air is a bit of a tough sell for people cause it has the, the slightly underpowered version of, um, the latest Intel processor. Mm-hmm. But for me, the bigger problem is, is the keyboard, right? Like we have rumors circulating that there's going to be a new scissor keyboard that potentially solves all of the problems that people have been experiencing with uh, MacBook mm-hmm. keyboards over the last few years. Um, so at, like, I think we're up to the fourth generation butterfly keyboard with different mm-hmm. keycaps, uh, slightly softer presses, depending on who you believe. Um, and apparently that still suffers from issues cause it's included in Apple's replacement program. So they're mm-hmm. releasing new laptops with this new keyboard that supposedly mitigates the issue that doesn't really solve the problem. And Apple already knows it. So for me, it's difficult to recommend any Apple laptop to someone, um, until
0: we know for sure that this.
1: Problem is gone and that might not be until 2020 i think
0: was the last set of rumors yeah so joe um if you could set the kind of stage for us you know obviously the elephant in the room here is a quote report or ming chi quo he is a noted apple analyst um mac rumors obviously was among the first websites to report on this and he has uh was interested there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care because the report said before we saw these new refreshes 2019 new macbook air model with the first to feature a new scissor key mechanism
2: yeah so the scissor mechanism um report um i still think it's going to happen i still think the timeline um see that's the thing with with uh, ming chi quo um he has obviously a lot of Connections within the Apple supply chain, but the thing is, is that the suppliers don't always know the timing of things as well as they know what's coming. Uh, so they might have an idea of components that are passing through the supply chain, but they don't know Apple's release roadmap as well as Apple does itself. Um, Apple's going to keep that information privy to its highest executives uh, for the most part. But I do think that um, it, it sounds like a no-brainer to go back to the scissor key mechanism. The the butterfly mechanism has been nothing but trouble for Apple. They've had terrible news coverage about this. They've had um, it's probably costing them a lot of money at this point because they're offering free replacements through the program, and that's that's costing them hundreds and hundreds of dollars per machine uh, just to replace these keyboards because they're replacing not only the keyboard but the entire top case that includes the battery, includes the trackpad, uh, so many other components because it's all unibody, one design. Um, but getting back to the time frame, I, I think um, if you look at the MacBook Air update that came out this week, the only addition to that was uh, the True Tone display. It obviously received a um, $100 price cut as well. But um, hardware-wise, just the display, True Tone, which is not a huge feature. So we don't normally see two MacBook updates in one year from Apple, at least on the same the same line. But, uh, I do think that, uh, quotes, um, idea of a 2019 MacBook, he said the second half of 2019, I could still see a processor bump in October, Mm -hmm. which would be one year after the last MacBook air came out. Mm -hmm. And I could see the scissor mechanism keyboard be part of that as well. Um, and then he also said that in 2020, uh, the MacBook pro would follow as well. Um, so I definitely think it's possible, um, but again, timing is probably the hardest thing to get um, right when you're looking at Apple's roadmap about unreleased products.
1: One of the things that I'm curious about as well is um, in the replacement program, uh, and I, there's no way for me to verify it. I, I have a 2017 MacBook Pro, mm-hmm. um, and I took it to the Apple Store to get the keyboard replaced because I was experiencing issues with the T key and the N key, either sticking or just not producing letters at all. Mm-hmm. Um I believe that that laptop has the second gen keyboard, mm-hmm. um, but they replaced it with the third gen one that has the softer silicone cover that's in there to make mm-hmm. the keys softer. Um, I wonder if when this new Scissor MacBook keyboard comes out, if they will start replacing all of them with that keyboard. I don't like. Yeah. I know that's lofty thinking, mm-hmm. but that would be very interesting if that was the case.
0: I, I don't. I don't think so. If only because. So the profile will be completely different. Right? Okay. Right? Yeah, that's so true. So one of the issues with the butterfly keyboard is that almost it's like too thin in a sense. There's where no there, key travel. Well, there's no key travel. And the issue there is that the like kind of, uh, what's the wording I'm looking for? The, um, the mechanism? No, it's um, the margin for error is so thin okay. with, the, uh, with the butterfly keyboard, right? Uh, is that correct, Joe? Like am, <laughs> you can stop me at any time. Um, yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, it, it's a super low profile keyboard and, mm. and I, I definitely think if they go back to the scissor key mechanism, um, I think they're going to try a new approach to the scissor keys. So I think it's, it's going to be the best of both worlds in a sense. I think you might get a That'd little bit cool. more. Yeah, I, I think you're going to get a little more key travel. Um, yeah, I think they're going to combine the what we used to see in 2015 and prior with what we we've um, come to appreciate from the butterfly mechanism since 2016 uh so i'm looking forward to it i kind of want to put this butterfly keyboard behind us um i've personally had issues with my 2016 keyboard um i am totally ready to to buy a macbook that doesn't have this anymore i don't trust um i don't trust the new materials that they've added to it um people are still having issues it's just it needs to change and it can't come any sooner in my opinion
1: Did you? Did you also? Were you also not a fan of um, like the the low key travel? I know that was a big point of contention for a lot of people.
2: Uh, To me, I I don't mind the travel so much. I mean, if the key, it sounds crazy, especially for Apple product. But if it would just work properly, that would that would be (laughs) that would be great.
1: I think it's a fair thing to demand. mm -hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Um, you know, so I'm also curious. Um, you know, something we saw with the Mac. Pro, And this is what I mentioned, you know, with Pat uh, when he and I spoke about it is like, you know, from a consumer perspective, that computer is both important but not important at all. And the sense it's important is that it kind of shows this willingness from Apple after a long time to talk to customers, to talk to professionals and really find out what they want from these computers. And do you think that they're going to apply that approach to these new laptops, right? After this very unsuccessful generation.
2: I think, I think, um, it's, there's been so much negative feedback that, uh, that we are, I mean, I think think that it's a rare thing where we've had such a big blowout over these keyboards that I really just think that they're going back to the drawing board and, and finally accepting that, um, it, it's just not working. Uh, I know they tried to add the new silicon membrane in I think it was in 2017. And then they followed it up with the, the new 2019 models. They actually still call it the third generation butterfly. It, it's like 3.5. Oh,
1: okay, I didn't even realize that. That's the one hmm. with the, the different keycaps or whatever, right?
2: Yeah. So that it's, it's like, it's, it, we're basically on 3.5 and it's, uh, I believe the material has changed from silicon to, or silicone to, uh, nylon now. Um, I fixed it, did a tear down and, and it's, it's supposed to be a stronger material, uh, that keeps more dust and crumbs out of underneath the keys. Um, but yeah, I really think that they've, they've looked into the feedback to this. And at some point it becomes, um, a must like you, you can't have a PR nightmare like this you, you gotta you gotta nip it and mm-hmm. i think they're they're finally going to and i, I yeah i can't wait for it <laughs> all
0: right so i think i know the answer to this question but i'll ask it anyway pat uh if you if a student were to come up to you and ask you i need to i want to buy a new mac os uh laptop which one should i get would you recommend any of these uh, it's rough i th- I
1: think i'd probably say get the air mm-hmm. I, r- I really like the air i know it was underpowered but it was Powerful enough to do what I needed to do with it, I think mm-hmm. I would be quite happy with it. I liked that it was lighter, um, but then again, the keyboard issue still circles in the back of my mind. And then if if Joe's right, there's another update coming mm-hmm. in October. Like I would be so mad if I was a student and I dropped that money and then a new one came out. I would like never talk to the person who recommended that to me again. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I, I think I would just tell them to wait if if they can um, or. Uh, go to the dark side and, and pick up like uh, a Surface or a really nice Windows laptop. I know that's not an option for a lot of people because they're stuck in the Mac OS ecosystem, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of really nice Windows laptops out there. In many ways, uh, like third-party Windows manufacturers have have caught up to Apple in terms of design prowess. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you want to go like the, the Microsoft route, like the core Microsoft route, like the Surface laptop is a nice laptop. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of options out there. Joe? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I was uh, going to say the same thing, actually. I agree. Um, if somebody was come up to me and asked me which one to buy today, and they absolutely must buy one today, I would go with the MacBook Air. It's the best all-around MacBook you can buy. It's the cheapest all-around MacBook you can buy. Um, I don't think most people need, like, 16 gigs of RAM. I don't think most people need the high-end processors. I think a lot of people are just going to be using this for... Like, if you're a student, you're, you're doing like word processing you're browsing the web youtube like maybe photoshop some basic video editing music editing like it's anything any of those things the macbook air can handle pretty fine um but yeah the the elephant in the room is obviously um the keyboard still sucks um i did confirm that the 2019 macbook air has the like the 3.5 generation butterfly with the uh, it's the same keyboard as the MacBook Pros that came out a couple months ago mm-hmm. um, that's supposed to have this new harder material. So they say it's going to improve reliability, um, which it's too early to say because the keyboard issues usually take a few months, even a few years to really manifest. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think uh, if you can afford to wait, um, there will be value in doing so because there's not only are we looking at uh, possible new MacBook Air and and MacBook Pro next year with the scissor keyboard. We've also heard an independent, like totally separate rumor about a 16-inch MacBook Pro mm-hmm. um, from Ming-Chi Kuo. And he's mentioned that it will have an all-new design, not just the keyboard. It sounds like the entire like ch- chassis and um, and display will all be redesigned. So, I mean, if that's true, then we have um, an entirely new generation of MacBook Pro coming, not just a new year, but... I mean, we've kind of been stuck in the same generation since uh, the Touch Bar came out in 2016. Um, usually Apple goes about three or four years between generations, I would say. Uh, we, we had like the 2012 to 2015 retina display era, uh, the 2016 to now we've had the Touch Bar retina display. Uh, so it sounds like we're going to kind of be into a, probably a 2019, 2020 to maybe 2023 another couple four years um entirely new design so i mean you're basically buying a honda civic right before it gets refreshed with a new look like for comparison
1: i'm trying to imagine like sliding a 16 inch computer into my backpack there's no way i'd need like a wheelbarrow
0: pulled behind me right to carry that thing around wait and see that's true all right uh I'm not sure if you remember Joe, but we usually end our uh, podcast with shout outs. Uh, so Pat is, uh, he is, I mean, obviously I know, it's obvious what you're going to shout out. It's the Switch Minute.
1: Oh yeah, is that, you you jogged my memory. I had this plan the entire time. Um, so Nintendo, uh, for the Switch Minute this week, Nintendo announced um, the Switch Lite, which I will forever refer to as the Switch Mini. Mm-hmm. The smaller version of the standard Nintendo Switch has a, inch display you can't dock it Mm -hmm. which is fine because despite me talking about how i dock my switch all the time i rarely actually do it i pretty much use it as a portable Mm -hmm. console um and it's much smaller a little bit cheaper about a hundred dollars off the price of the standard switch uh and i think it's a good move by nintendo it gives people another option it it doesn't like um i don't know what's the word partition the audience in any way because all the games are going to work across both systems Mm -hmm. um I think it's a little weird that like there's a Nintendo exec that basically said that we're not going to release a new Switch in June and then like June finishes and then they release a new Switch the next week or something. Mm -hmm. Um, So I found that a little fascinating, but it's cool to see another colorful um, option for the console be released and I'm excited to check it out.
0: This is a rhetorical question for the audience, but is a Switch that can't switch game modes a Switch? That was the, the thing that you asked in Slack. So ponder that, riddle me that. Uh, my shout out goes to, uh, uh a book called, uh, French exit, which is, uh, the latest from Canadian author, Patrick Dewitt. Uh, it is super funny and super great. Uh, recommended if you're looking for a beach read. What's it about? <laughs> it's very hard to describe, but it's about this like one sentence about this very dysfunctional family. And it just is super funny. I'm thinking of shameless, the TV show. Sure. Why not go with that? Cool. Do you have something for us, Joe?
2: Uh, My shout-out is probably more of a literal Um, shout-out. I'll shout-out to my now fiance Nadege. Um, Congrats. We just got engaged last week in Banff, which is a really beautiful place to visit if anyone is thinking about going there.
0: Nice. Congrats. Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) Uh, Joe, where can people find you online?
2: Uh, On Twitter or pretty much any platform. It's my short form, my last name. So it's R-S-G-N-L. And then obviously you can read my work at macrumors.com without the U in rumors. So it's R U M O R S macrumors.com. Pat, where can people find you?
1: Can find me on Twitter at, at Patrick underscore O'Rourke. And I also have a podcast about the reality show, The Hills, which is a very strange thing for a tech reporter to have, but I do.
0: Um, And if you're into reality TV at all, you should check it out. I mean, I say it's 2019. The world could end in five, 10 years. Do what you makes you happy. It's true. That's why we finally did it. Yeah. Uh, I'm at Igor Bonifacic. That's I-G-O-R-B-O-N-I-F-A-C-I-C. You can also find Mobile Syrup at Mobile Syrup, whether it's on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and mobilesyrup.com. Give us a read. Uh, Until next time, Joe, thank you so much for joining us.
2: No problem. Great to have
0: Oh, no, no.
2: Yeah. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. Uh, And we'll see you all next time. Cheers. See you. Bye.